If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. It's Tuesday, boot camp for the soul, so that your soul can soar. Welcome to the show. It is, okay, I'll say one thing about the weather, because we're not allowed to talk about it anymore. Of course, that's my rule. It is gorgeous. There isn't a cloud in the sky. It's really, really pretty. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And Eric, you told me right when I walked in the studio, because I had a, you know, kind of a 50% coffee, 50%, I don't know Uh what kind of mocha thing going on here. Just to give me a little pick-me-up. And you said there's a new study. I just heard yesterday on the news there was a new study that uh, that showed that apparently uh, mice that were drinking coffee, I don't know why the mice were drinking the <laughs> coffee. They seem like they got plenty of energy already and lots <laughs> right. of jitters. But anyway, apparently it, the uh, mice were less likely to develop skin cancer. So they say that drinking coffee in moderation is likely to help prevent Skin cancer, and skin cancer is, I guess, the number one cancer in America. So, wow, you know, uh, well, that's a positive thing, I guess, that's for especially fantastic. for Seattleites that love their coffee. I know, but I think the the clue word there was moderation. moderation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which may be trouble for uh, a lot most of Seattle, Seattle people, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. I don't drink a lot of coffee. I do go to a coffee shop at least one every day, but I usually uh-huh. order tea. Yeah, me or, too. You, you do tea. I you drink tea. tea. Yeah, I don't <gasps> drink coffee. So. What's your favorite tea? Um, I like black tea mm-hmm. usually, yeah. So any of them, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I love tea too. I have like a huge tea drawer at home as well, just uh-huh. gigantic. So one of the things we're going to be talking about today is kind of a continuation from last week about getting out of the way of yourself, not letting go of your dreams. And I think something that's also kind of interesting, I'd be interested to know if you've had any of these experiences, that when you grow, sometimes people feel uncomfortable around you. Hmm. Have you ever noticed that, like, as you grow or you get some really cool idea or you start to expand, that sometimes people aren't always, like, cheerleading you on? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I haven't noticed that as as much for me, thankfully. I don't know. Thankfully, I think that's great. Maybe I'm less social than most people, (laughs) so I don't know. Or you've just chosen well in terms of who you have around you, people who also are maybe inspired by life. Because I think that's what happens is when people start to grow, they start to expand into a bigger concept of who they are. Right. If, when you hang around people who don't do that, they feel, you know, annoyed by it. And mm-hmm. subconsciously, they may even feel um, 
uncomfortable, frightened even by the whole concept because their life probably needs a makeover. Yeah. And uh, and the fact that you're making a makeover makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I always think that that's a sign, but not a sign to stop, which a lot of people are looking for outside validation mm-hmm. to continue to move forward. And I think you just got to take that sign as a is a good sign that you're making progress and that your life is probably going to be different. True enough. Right. Because, I mean, when we look at how many people actually live in the United States that work in careers, you know, if we're talking about career, like if you're getting interested in another path in your life, um, most people in America don't like their jobs. And about half of those people don't think about the fact that they don't even like their jobs. So, you know, it's a new and upcoming um perception to really evaluate your work. Well, can everyone like their jobs? Yeah. I mean, because there seems like there's some jobs that nobody's going to like no matter what, but they have to be done. Right. But I think we can ship those off to other countries is what I'm thinking. Well, if I don't know, you know, we still need people to tidy up around the place here. But some people like to do that. There are people that really love to do those I'm just worried there's not enough of them to (laughs) to fill those positions. But Hmm. well, you know, maybe maybe they should be paid more then. Absolutely. Then people will enjoy it more. Absolutely. That's a very good point. That's a wonderful point. But yeah, I, I do think that people like there's a lot of people who wouldn't really like my job. They may not like yours either. And so they shouldn't do those jobs. And maybe the jobs that they're doing, we would go, eh, that doesn't sound like fun. Yeah, absolutely. So you have a couple questions that were written into the website. I do. And uh, before I read those, I'd like to give out the phone number. So because we have lines open today and uh, on Boot Camp for the Soul, of course, this is the day that you take listener calls. um, And on Thursdays, of course, you do the interview. So, you know, I just want to let people know that if they want to call in, now's a great time to do it. 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527, or toll free, 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And if you want to email in, you can do that uh, via the website, which is energyintuitive.com. Now, a lot, of, a lot of these questions are sent in for your uh, monthly column, right? Right. And then, you, of course, you can't answer can't. all of them. No. So luckily, yeah. uh, we get a chance to uh, read some of these on the air. So this one comes from Trisha. She says, Dear Marie, as a newer RN, I'm assuming that's registered nurse and not uh, something else, <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of in-stage cancer patients and have experienced patient and family member deaths. Usually I handle this pretty well with my spiritual beliefs about the other side and reincarnation. So I know with every fiber of my being that we were together before this and we'll be together again. But for some reason, I cannot get past this. Hard to let her go. My mother only just turned 62. Uh. Honestly, my biggest fear is that I will not be with her when she passes. And my greatest guilt slash remorse is that I couldn't or didn't heal her and maybe somehow I could have or should have. Mm-hmm. As a child, I was healed by a spiritual healer named Joseph who told me I could do the same. I have had some very meaningful and spiritual experiences which make me think this is possible, that I could be a vessel through which healing could take place, but I also understand that not all things are meant to be healed and that we all have a blueprint or trials to go through in life. I'm just having such a hard time right now regarding my mom. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Tricia. Oh, thank you, Eric, for reading that. Yeah, I think that's a hard one when your mom is sick. 
um, one of my dear friends, her mother just passed away a few months ago, and they didn't have a great relationship. And uh, when I talked to my friend on the phone, she's bawling, you know, and so here it is, you know, having a difficult relationship, and it's still very tragic to lose a parent, particularly a mother. So yeah, I think that's um, very challenging, but what, what I would recommend for Teresa, Trisha to do is to imagine that she is with her mother at the time of her passing and not get so wrapped up in the fear because that can actually bring it into fruition. So it'd be better if she could just imagine that she is going to be there at the perfect moment. And I think many people have the ability to help others heal. And when you think of yourself as a vessel, that's a really healthy way to look at it. And healing can be helping people cross over. And not everybody wants to live, you know, to be 100 in a body. And some people don't even want to live even half that long um, because they have other things to do in other dimensions. So that's a big part of healing, too, is helping people cross. So that was a great question. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? That sounds like a great idea. Again, if folks want to call in today, 425-373-5527. Or toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And now we've got Debbie on the line from Idaho. Hi, Debbie. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm good. I'm great. Thanks. You're Thanks welcome. so much for taking my call. I bet you're having gorgeous weather in Idaho, aren't you? Just like yours. Yay, yay. What can I do for you today? Beautiful. Well, I have two things. I saw you for a private session when you were here a year ago before a wellness festival. Nice. I love Sun Sun Valley, Idaho. It's gorgeous there. Yeah, yeah. And I had been diagnosed. I told you I'd been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. And you felt as you were working on me that I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. And that was perfect because I was... That was my belief as well. And Mm -hmm. I was trying to get off the medication I was on. Mm And which I continue to do. Um, I was off my injectable medication a year ago. Well, it'll be a year in September and got off my oral medicine in January. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and I did fine for a couple months, Mm -hmm. but coincidentally, I was considering leaving my marriage and my symptoms started to increase. Increase, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I really held out as long as I could, but they got worse and worse where it interfered with, like, I can't run anymore, sure. can't do the things I enjoy, and so I'm back on my medication. And I was just curious what you sense, do you sense something different? Um, maybe, you know, I know I'm under a lot of stress, so right. that's the reason for the symptoms. Right. But that, and my other thing is my voice. I don't know if you can hear yeah, it. Yeah, I but can, yeah. Yeah, my voice, it's like... I can't it's shaky. speak. Yeah. yeah, it's shaky. Mm-hmm. And so those two things. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, congratulations for going off your medication as long as you did. I think that's fantastic. And sometimes it takes practice. Like you're noticing a return of symptoms when you're under stress. And one of the things that's been stressful apparently has been your marriage. And mm-hmm. you, you even considered leaving it, right? Yes. Okay, rheumatoid arthritis is about not let going of anything. So it's about holding on. And so if you are, if your marriage is something that really is uncomfortable for you and you're not enjoying it, then it means that you're holding on if you're not willing to leave. Mm-hmm. And that could be part of what's stirred up your, um, your symptoms, your symptology. The throat chakra governs the voice box and the larynx and everything in the upper GI section. And that's about your personal power. So when did you start to notice your voice kind of shaky? It kind of started during the 
whole time that I was thinking about leaving the marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking up for what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of all related. And while you were off your medication, did you seek a holistic practitioner to support your immune system? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and, and I want to thank you because my visit with you opened me up to all of this stuff, and I've learned so much, and I love it. It excites me. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to your show all the time Oh, thank now. you. Thank you, and thank you. Yeah. Thank, well, but let's thank look. You. Oh, you're welcome. Let's look at a game plan. So first of all, you know, I'm glad you went on your medication again because it was what you felt you needed to do, and you were off it for an, almost a year, which is fantastic. And that means you also detox your body of the side effects of some of those strong drugs because a lot of the drugs we use that repress the immune system for rheumatoid arthritis are really hard on the body. So you, you, I want you to look at the positive aspect and recognize that you're in another place where you need to let go in some way, even if that doesn't mean actually ending the marriage. Have you and your husband talked about living separately but remaining married? Well, I've moved out. Actually. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, because that's what I think um, would be best, you know, like in, until you can come to a decision about dividing resources or things of that nature, I think living apart is a fantastic idea. So how are you feeling living apart? That's felt great. Okay. All right. So here's what I'm hearing is that if you can focus on how great you're feeling emotionally, how I think you're under a tremendous amount of stress because you're actually really scared to leave this partnership. That's Mm -hmm. what I think. And so your whole body needs to go through releasing fear, fear that I think was even there from childhood. And you married someone who represented the fear because it felt comfortable in some way that you had in childhood. So you're not only letting go of the fear from your marriage, but you're also letting go of the fear from what happened before you met him. And, And that takes a while to unwind it. Have you thought about getting some therapy for a little while? Oh, I was seeing a counselor for four years before. Before that, uh, that's kind of how I came to where I'm now. Where I'm at now. Well, and you yeah. certainly don't have to see a therapist, but it sounds like you need some support. You need to be able to say how you feel to someone, and you need to be able to have someone listen and offer some advice if you need it. But I think you really need to be heard. Is maybe you could even start talking to rocks and trees and cats and other objects just to kind of get out the fear like the trembling that you're feeling in your voice is actually a representation of the anxiety that you're having so that's what i would recommend and then when you're feeling really great which could be a little while from now like maybe mm, three to six months and then you might want to do another trial of going off the drugs if you feel like it again or start with one of them and see how it feels yeah that's my goal perfect with support of holistic medicine to really enhance your immune system and help with um, any challenges that you might have, because that's really important, you know, not to just go off cold turkey conventional medicine, but have something that's a backup Mm -hmm. that can be really helpful for you. Yeah, I I think within six months, you're going to be where you were when you were off medication and feeling great for those few months that you were, but also feeling really free, which is really what your body wants. And think about rheumatoid arthritis is about contracting and holding on. So it's, okay. you know, as you feel freer and freer, then your joints can be happier and you can circulate more synovial fluid and have less side effects of that particular disease process. Okay. Okay. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day in Idaho. And I plan to be back in Sun Valley in next spring. Oh, good. Yeah. There, there are a lot of people here who will be very happy to hear that, <laughs> including myself. Oh, well, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day in Idaho. Thank you. You too. 
Thank bye you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to take a little break here on the Ray Manu Cherry Show. We're talking about getting out of the way, not letting yourself down, getting all the butts out of your life so you can improve and let your soul soar. And we'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. You listen to us, now we want to hear from you. We're ready to listen as you tell us about yourself, the radio programs you love and your likes and dislikes. All you have to do is log on to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com and fill out the 2011 Alternative Talk listener survey. As a thank you, you will be entered to win a trip for two to Victoria, B.C., including transportation, lodging, and continental champagne breakfast. Log on to 1150kknw.com because we're listening. Contest rules and details online at 1150kknw.com. Become a Reiki master the weekend of September 9th through the 11th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You'll receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website energyintuitive.com for more details. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. There's nothing else like it on the dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle where energy and medicine meet. We're talking about getting out of the way, getting all those butts. But I can't do that because of... I have to have this job. I can't do that because of I'm scared to death. We're talking about being courageous for yourself. And shake your butts. <laughs> shake your butts. Okay, I Just like shake that. them. Just shake them away, right? Right. <laughs> Sounds like great exercise, too, by exactly. the way. Exactly. <laughs> That's lovely. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Let's get Kathleen on the line. She's calling from Shoreline. Hi, Kathleen. How are you? Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I'm such a big fan of the show. Oh, thank you. I have a very strange question. Um, 
about, well, it was back in 2001, I began the process of leaving a very difficult marriage. And I moved, um, I moved into my own place. And three things occurred on my body. First, I had a boil occur where I got one when I was six months old Mm -hmm. in a very unusual place, and I was able to heal that. And then a spot on the left side of my nose, like uh, an eczema, Uh uh, and and it's never gone away. I've done all kinds of things, uh, natural remedies and herbs and things, and I just can't seem to make it go away. And it flares up, and it peels, and it's red. And then on... The top of my left uh, thigh in the back is this, This it looks like a mole or feels like a mole, mm-hmm. but it's not, mm-hmm. and it's getting bigger, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I don't know what it is, and I don't know why it's come, and I don't know how to get rid of it. Right. I was wondering if you could give me any insight. Sure. Well, first of all, the kind of mole thing, sort of, maybe not a mole, I would just have that checked out. Just to be on the safe side, I'd go into a dermatologist's office and just have them take a look at it. I just, especially since it's growing, you know, I just think that that would be smart, a, a smart healthcare decision. But all of your symptoms are related to the seventh chakra, and the seventh chakra governs the skin, and it's about allowing the universe to appreciate and love you. So, the at the top of the head, there's this vortex or you know, the seventh chakra. And what it's supposed to do is draw in unconditional love from the heavens. And so it's it's very important for you to tap the top of your head, imagine light coming in and and feel like you're this irreplaceable part of source energy, that you're special and incredibly loved. That would be very helpful for all of the skin all over your body. And you also seem, your body feels to me like it needs moisture so you might want to try drinking aloe vera juice. If you've never tried that before, there's a product that's organic. It's called Desert Sun. And, yeah. and you can mix it with juice or, you know, some sort of liquid. Or you can, I drink it plain, but it doesn't taste very good. Um, at least I don't think so. <laughs> um, it, but you can mix it with juice. And I think that will start to moisturize your body from the inside. Oh. I think the overall feeling, and, you know, we've talked about two, you know, marriages here on the air. And there's, it's. A lot of times we think, oh, gosh, if you change, then you have to leave your marriage. And, you know, all these things happen when you become spiritual and all of these things. But the truth is, is that most Americans just don't choose well. You know, we're not really great at learning what it feels like to be in a healthy relationship. I think younger people, like in their 20s, moving up to their 30s, are a little bit wiser because they've hung out in and peer groups that are both genders and they've learned how to have relationships with the opposite sex or if they happen to be, you know, heterosexual, better relationships with friends that are the same um, gender as well. So they, I think, are ahead of the track, but many of us have chosen for unhealthy reasons. And so then we're perplexed when we start to wake up why that's one of the things that can drop away from someone's life experience, but it's most likely that the relationship wasn't healthy and I feel like when I read you that you feel guilt about leaving this relationship. Is that true? Well, I have two children. One is 21 years old now and five months pregnant with her own. Uh-huh. And my son, who is 16, has been with his father, and it's been a struggle for the last couple of years of getting his father to bring him uh, as we agreed. Uh-huh. And so even though it was 10 years ago when I ended the marriage, it's wow. always the struggle has been ongoing with mm-hmm. the, with the husband, the ex-husband. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I just, yeah, there's guilt around the children. Sure. But I really felt like I did the right thing. Good. For all of them. Good. It. And you know, your 16-year-old, he's now responsible to make sure that he gets to your house appropriately as well. Well, he's in another state. Ah. And the agreement was that if I let him go to the other state, that when the father who travels for business would bring him and... He brought, uh, my son was being homeschooled, et cetera, and it all fell through. And so there was there is anger around that. Mm-hmm. And I can understand the guilt. I, I guess what I want to point out again, even though he obviously lives you know, out of our state, is that your son still is a part of that decision-making. You know, I mean, he could be, at his age, he may want to hang out with his friends more and maybe isn't so much interested into traveling even to see you. I know that doesn't sound very nice, but that's what teenagers are like. I would encourage that you work on the guilt, work on letting go of the guilt and that you, you and your son have ample time to get closer as he gets older. Maybe when he goes off to college, who knows, maybe he'll go to college here in Washington or you can go to wherever he's studying and spend some time with them. Or maybe he'll come home for the holidays over here. Yes, that's the plan. Perfect, perfect. I think that's a great idea. So I would work on letting go of the guilt and and channeling more of that bright light in. And I would have a dermatologist check out your thigh just to be on the safe side. Very good. Then I will do those things. Okay, thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, Marie. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's go to Arlene in Bellevue. Okay. Hi, Arlene. How are you? I am well. Thanks. Hi, Marie. Hi. Well, I'm in the process of going forward in my life on my own as my current relationship is just not working out for me. And I do have a small income right now. I need to grow it, obviously, as I have still a 15-year-old at home. And I'm calling because I have a great opportunity to work with a biotech company that is direct-marketed. uh, you know, their products are direct marketed. Although I have been building up my strength to move forward with this company, I do still have just a little doubt at times. And I think it's I think it's just me getting in my own way. However, other times, I think it's going to be uh, great and bring me lots of independent power and money to move forward with my other dreams and life purposes. So I was just wondering what you thought or what do you see in well, you know, a lot of biotech companies, I mean, first of all, whatever they're researching is generally quite fascinating. And we live in a mecca of a lot of different biotech organizations, mostly in Redmond, actually. But um, yeah, I think that's fascinating. What is the fear exactly? Because I don't understand what the fear is. Well, I I've, I think the, the fear is that I have been pretty much a stay-at-home mom type person for many years, like probably almost 20. Um, you know, I have two, two daughters. One, one is um, on her own completely. She's, she's graduated from college and considering grad school, so she's doing just, just fine. And my other daughter is still 15. So, um, of course, I love being a mom and that whole world. And I want to get out on my own. So I think the fear is just that, that tangle, that struggle between um, actually going out and actually doing some something for myself. And I agree. I completely agree. And your 15-year-old's going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, she's in school, you know, all day long anyway during the school season. Mm-hmm. So, no, I think it's a great idea. I, I absolutely do. So, so now that you, and you already knew what your fear was, but now that you're clear of it, 
eventually, even if you waited three more years till she went to college, eventually you're going to need to get out in the workforce anyway, if that's something that you want to do. Well, true. And I'm just, I'm, I've been in a, you know, a fairly long-term relationships, a couple mm-hmm. of them. And so I tend to kind of depend on that. Right. And I don't want to do that anymore. It's, I, yeah. it's not working for me. I think me. it's a great idea. I think it'll be really fun and you'll get, you know, some of your people skills pumped up and feel good about yourself. That is one of the positives, I think, of working outside of the home, you know, whether it's part-time or when the kids get older, more full-time. I think you st- individuals start to gain more self-confidence. So I think it's a great idea. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for that. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. And let's talk to Mark now in Graham. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you today? Well, how much weight do you put in uh, business names and numerology? Uh, a lot, actually. You know, like when I buy a house, I want it to have a particular number, like the house I live in right now. It equals a number eight, which is about making money and the affinity sign. And sure enough, that's where I work is out of my home. So I actually really like numerology. And I do think that when you look for a name, like when I decided what I'm going to call myself, you know, energy intuitive, mm-hmm. it needed to like sing to my heart. that's what I feel like Um, because I could have called myself a medical intuitive, but it felt kind of limiting to me. Um, So I actually put a lot of weight into how you surround yourself. The choices you make, I think, are very important, and they set an intention. So does that answer your question? Not particularly. Ah, okay. (laughs) Well, it did up until a point, and then the, the... how you felt about it kind of threw the whole numerology thing out of the window. Well, a numerology is different, right? It's like, what number do you want? You know, do you, if you want a partnership, then maybe your license plate or your house or something that has a lot of numbers is going to equal a two. You know, if you're going to work out of your home, then maybe you want a stable number like a four or an eight, which has to do with resources and infinity. So I think that, you know, when it comes to numerology, it's less about what it feels like for me anyway, and more about what the numbers represent. But in choosing a name, um, I, you know, especially if people are going to be saying it and it's how others are going to describe you, if you will, or a business, I think it has to sing to someone's heart. That's how I feel about it. Okay. So you, 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 you're more for the feeling of the name than, than the actual numerology equation. Okay. So the name that you're thinking of, what number does it break down to? Uh, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, what, a, what I did is I downloaded a a deal, a numerology chart to pick out different names. Yeah. The name that I picked out that they said, no, don't use that. It's, it's a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like the name. <laughs> so I'm just uh, in, you know, I, in I a just, quandary about it. Yes, right. I am. So, so here's what I would have you do since you're trying to get information from your guides and you're not sure what is guidance and what isn't. That's what it sounds like to me. I would lay down and put your dominant hand on your lower abdomen and mo- get out of your head and move into your body, into that abdominal cavity, and then ask the question, you know, which would, would this name be in my highest good? And then I would, you know, first wait till you're really, really in your abdomen and not in your brain, and then ask that question from that perspective, and then see what information you get then. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would do. And, and then you'll start to trust yourself better, too, you know, in terms of are, are you listening to guidance, or is our fear getting in the way? I think that's very important. Okay. All right. Thank you and good luck. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to take another break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. And what numbers can people use if they want to call in, Eric? Well, they can call in at 425-373-5527. 
or toll free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And we'll be right back. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Hi, this is Adam Seward. Join me for an afternoon of presence. Awaken life every Monday at 3 p.m. here on Alternative Talk, 1150. For more info, go to www.embracingsilence.com. Join Marie once a quarter in 2011 for her new Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality and how to reawaken yourself from the dreamlike state where most of us humans reside. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Upcoming Stepping Into Consciousness classes will be held on August 18th and October 20th from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Hello, I'm Lauren Archer. I'm a hypnotherapist who helps people change their energy by changing their mind. And I'm Lorelai Spiegelman. I'm an energy healer that helps people change their minds by changing their energy. Together, we are the Soul Sirens of Seattle, sending out the call for you to remember and awaken the wisdom of your soul. Tune in on Monday afternoons at 4 o'clock here on Alternative Talk 1150. You listen to us, now we want to hear from you. We're ready to listen as you tell us about yourself, the radio programs you love and your likes and dislikes. All you have to do is log on to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com and fill out the 2011 Alternative Talk listener survey. As a thank you, you will be entered to win a trip for two to Victoria, B.C., including transportation, lodging, and continental champagne breakfast. Log on to 1150kknw.com because we're listening. Contest rules and details online at 1150kknw.com. Don't forget, this is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to our next author on Thursday. Um, Her name is Victoria Moran. You may have remembered me interviewing her a few months ago. She wrote a book called Creating a Charmed Life, And now I'm going to be interviewing her on one of her 10 published books. I don't know how she does it. It took me forever to write one book. It's called Fit From Within, 101 Simple Secrets to Change Your Body and Your Life, Starting Today and Lasting Forever. So that's going to be a great interview on Thursday. I look so forward to interviewing her again. She's a delight. And then I love our lineup. I mean, every time I look at the radio page on the website, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I love all these people. Um, 
the following week after that, I'll be inter- interviewing my acupuncturist, uh, Roxanne Geller. Um, she's here uh, local in Seattle. That's going to be fabulous. She specializes in fertility and, of course, the opposite end of fertility, which where I'm hanging out these days. And then the week after that, we're going to be um, interviewing uh, Sue Fredericks. She's the author of I See Your Dream Job. You may have remembered we interviewed her last month. That was so much fun. And she'll be in Seattle in September. So uh, we're going to be interviewing her a few weeks before she travels here. And then one of my favorites, I've never met him, and I, I feel like I already know him, and that's Dr. Alan Geddes. He's a therapist from New York and the author of The Happiness Solutions. So um, that's very exciting and so thrilled that we have all these fabulous people coming on to the show on Thursdays. So, Eric, you have a, another question. Oh, I do. Absolutely. We've got one from, I think it's Carol. I've never seen the spelling of Carol before. Is it with they, a K? No, it's C-A-R-Y-L. Oh, cool. So hopefully I'm saying your name right, Carol. Uh, Dear Murray, I have a swollen eyelid that we thought was infected, but it's just a blocked tear duct. It's been puffy and sore for a week now. I A sty began but has disappeared. I am meditating on what this condition has to teach me, but not getting any messages about it. I had a previous success healing myself, but this one is resisting my efforts. And to tell the truth, my efforts have not been all out for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Any guidance you can provide would be most appreciated. Thanks for helping so many of us who listen to your show. Oh, that's so lovely. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, Eric, for reading both of those questions. And Carol, um, anything to do with the eyes is going to be related to the sixth chakra or the third eye. And I believe it has something to do with you not seeing yourself very well. So there's something about you that wants to come out, uh, I mean, be big in some way, and you're not letting it happen. So um, I think it would be really great to do the tummy exercise that I just described while Mark was on the phone. And by the way, on Thursday at the Stepping Into Consciousness class, we're going to do this exercise as a group. So you might want to register for the class or come in. Um, We're going to do it right away at the top. We're going to talk about um, this particular exercise. I use it all the time to get more valid information with my intuition. So Carol, go into your abdomen Get out of your brain. Thinking does not usually help. And that is, even though your third eye is in your brain, your third eye translates information, but it's not where you get the insight from. Nevertheless, it's from your emotions, which are in your lower abdomen. So go in there and ask, you know, please give me as much information as possible about my current um, blocked tear duct. And it'd be fascinating to see what what you come up with. And when you go to this area of your body... Everyone who's listening, what's really important is bring your awareness there. If you know how to meditate, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't meditate often, then you want to feel the heat exchange between your hand and your tummy, the weight of your hand there. Um, And then pay attention after you ask whatever your question is to any physical sensations you have, any etheric kind of sensations, any emotions that come up, any visions, any words, and just kind of take inventory of the experience that you have while you're there. And then when you come up out of your abdomen, then you can look at all of it and allow your third eye to help you decipher this ancient wisdom that lives inside of you. So that's what I would recommend. Eric, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Sure. But before we do that, Mm. you had asked me during the break how long our listener survey was going on for. And I I looked it up and today's the last day. So (gasps) people really need to get on it if they haven't filled out that listener survey. Oh, my gosh. And if you have, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, of course, we'll all be um, 
you know, the station will let us know how everyone's doing in the survey and what um, all of the listeners want. So we look forward to hearing about the results. Yeah. So take a take a couple minutes if you haven't filled it out yet and visit the website, 1150kknw.com. It only takes a few minutes. And of course, you get entered into a drawing to win a trip for two to Victoria, B.C. on the Victoria Clipper, and you get your choice of hotel. So fantastic. Oh, I just wish I could enter myself, but I can't. <laughs> Me too. So dang. Folks, if you want to call in today, I also want to let you know the number is 425-373-5527 or toll-free 877-825-8828, 877-825-8828. Now let's talk to Cheryl and Kent. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Hi. I'm okay. I've been um, really actually very upset about um, and child And frustrated. Is very what, frustrated. Yeah, really yes. frustrated. I'm so sorry. So what's happening? Well, I took a huge step, and I um, went after my uh, ex-husband for child support, mm-hmm. back child support, and um, he's challenging it. Mm-hmm. And during that process, my son was persuaded by his father to move over to his house. Uh-huh. And so he's so angry, he wants to go after me for child support. And Yeah, um, but... But, you know, he's still, he will always owe you this back child support. It doesn't matter what's happening right now. He owes you back child support. And Washington State is very aggressive about that, by the way. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, it is. <laughs> because, it is. Because this, I mean, I, it took years to actually do this much longer uh, than I I know. Have. I know. And isn't it just fascinating information that, first of all, your ex-husband hasn't, you, the relationship that the two of you had hasn't changed. He's still responding in, in the same way that he has before. And it is just, go ahead. I wonder if there's past life stuff with him and maybe even my son. Mm -hmm. Well, I think what the past life stuff is, is setting boundaries and saying no and asking for what you want. And, and, And so here we are in this, you're a perfect example of the original topic for the show, which seemed to turn into relationships and health issues, which of course I'm open to any area of a person's um, question, but the top of the show is about how to get out of the butts and the things that are coming in. Like you're being very challenged right now to do something that took you years to do, which is to stick up for yourself and to ask yeah. for resources that you deserve because your ex-husband is, you know, biologically the father of your son. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's his parental responsibility is to pay for the upbringing of this beautiful person. Right. And and it took you years to go ahead and fight for that. And so he, here you are. And it is karmic. You're absolutely correct. The karma is that you usually back down, usually take full responsibility, usually apologize instead of going <clears throat> a little bit and not backing down and letting it all work out. Your, your um, ex-husband is actually looking at a little bit of jail time. So even though he's making this maneuver right now where he's got his son moved it back in for a while, which I hope you look at it as a little bit of a vacation. <laughs> well, you need one. You know, parents who end up doing the majority of the parenting need some vacations. And this one's a little bit forced. But I would recommend that you don't back down from having him pay for what he, he owes you thousands of dollars from what I can see. Yeah. He owes you quite a bit. And Washington State is aggressive on this. And so even though he's now taking care of, see, your, your husband thinks that he can manipulate the legal system by now having the boy move in and taking care of him and all of that. But they're separate issues. What mm-hmm. happened in the past, he owes. It's a separate issue than what's happening right now. 
So stick to your guns. I think your son's going to move back home sooner than you think. <laughs> well, hopefully it won't be a mess when he gets here. <laughs> well, it, the thing is that the two of you have a great bond, and um, the love you have for each other is really amazing. And I think that when he does come back, he's going to have more respect for you, which is perfect. I so. Yeah. I mean, so enjoy your vacation. Sit out on the porch, read a paper, put your feet up. Read a trashy novel if you need to. Have an extra margarita every now and then. Just relax. You are in excellent healing karma energy. And this is why people avoid healing their karma, because it doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't. I'd rather just go back to the way it was before. Right. But healing karma never feels good. If it felt good, we would have all done it centuries ago. And so then the older it gets, the heavier it gets, the more challenging it feels, the more awkward it feels, and the more we all just want to go to bed and put the you know, put the blankets over our head, but that isn't healing karma. That's avoiding the karma that we've created and that we decided we wanted to heal in this lifetime. Obviously you wanted to come up against a strong personality. who was somewhat disrespectful to you and the family at large. You chose that experience so that you could learn to stand up for yourself and do what's in the best interest of everyone. Cause it's really in your ex-husband's best interest to also pay the back monies due. It's good for his karma. Is it okay? That makes oh, me feel better. Oh, yeah. It's really good for his karma. He may not his like wife it. wife came and talked to me at one point and made me feel horrible. <laughs> okay. Well, that's weird. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. j- just because he remarried doesn't mean that he doesn't have responsibility for his children, you know, that he's mm-hmm. fathered. It wouldn't matter if he got married a hundred times. He still has to be responsible for the children that he's brought into this world financially. And I think our state is fair. I, I really think my ex-husband... Of course, I wish he had paid more, of course, right? But I feel like he p- paid a fair amount, and and I'm very happy that uh, that he did. I appreciate that. And it was very helpful to me while I was spending the majority of the time raising our children. So Yeah, and good, I have spent a lot. You have, tons. Good karma all around. You're helping your someday, you know, maybe three or four lifetimes from now when your ex-husband is on the other side and he's looking at his karmic debt, he is going to be thanking you for helping him to be responsible about something that's very important. He's just mad. He's mad at you. And so he's taking it out on those people that he really, truly does care for deep inside. Seriously. Okay. He he cares for his son. That's good. (laughs) He cares for you, too. He's just mad that you're divorced. And and he's still angry. You know, some people never get therapy or don't deal with but why is he still angry? I know I feel some anger, too, because he's so difficult to deal with. But why is he angry? I'm sure it's complicated reasons. I think that some people, when they get divorced, it's like um, a hit against their ego. Like, it's a failure. I mean, getting divorced is just as emotionally traumatized as someone dying. Uh, truly, yeah. statistics prove that. And so when people don't talk about it or they don't get therapy or they blame everyone and take no responsibility, then they end up repressing their emotions and anger goes on top of those emotions. I'm sure deep inside he's very sad. You know, I, I, I think everyone, when if relationships end, particularly marriages when children are involved, there's an enormous amount of sadness for everyone. Even friends and relatives are sad about it. So, um, and he just won't feel his feelings. So he just, com, you know, compartmentalizes it with anger. But it's really not about you. Even though he says that, I just want you to know it's not about you. And you're doing an excellent job for his karma and yours. That makes me feel better. Good. And you're going to do great. Uh, Believe me, he's going to get a nice letter in the mail from the state, and he's going to have to figure out how he's going to repay his back child support. And he will. He'll figure it out. Okay. 
So go on the back porch, put up your feet, you know, have a glass of wine or something. Okay. And I have had little bits of that. It's just in between. I'm just feeling panicky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, do that exercise about going into the second chakra and see if you can connect with some emotions that are in your highest good. Like you could even ask, what would be in my highest good regarding this situation? And see what your emotions tell you, your real authentic feelings. Okay. And then I think you'll work on that. Yeah, great. You'll be able to remember that. Yes. Good luck. You're going to do great. All right. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And looks like we just got a new caller. So let's go to Darcy in Seattle. Hi, Darcy. How are you? Oh, I'm just fine. Thank you. I heard that call and went, oh, my gosh, I have got the call. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm wondering if my ex-husband is going to um, take care of his karmic dad and kind of (laughs) help out his his family and especially a relationship with one of his children. Mm. Oh, my goodness gracious. I know he wants to. I, I absolutely know he wants to, but he doesn't have the skills, you know, to really have... Recently, my oldest daughter, um, her and her father got in this big argument, and it's so much fun to be on the sidelines. You know, I'm not in the middle. I don't have to coach anyone. or It's just such a nice feeling where I just get to love everybody in the process, even from afar, and not get involved. And uh, and they worked it out, which I'm very happy for both of them. But when I look at your ex-husband, he is missing important skill sets, and he won't admit it. Um, so he, first of all, he doesn't know how to apologize. It's not his favorite thing. Um, which is hard because you're, is this a daughter that's involved by chance? Yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. it is. Because she's really smart and she's not going to really let him off the hook easily. Oh, she won't. No. So (laughs) so here's what I recommend. And of course she may not like this analogy and and I mean no disrespect when I speak about this, but you know, we have different age of souls on the planet. And so if she could, your daughter's a very old soul, by the way. So if she could think of that, maybe she's, you know, her soul is 5,000 years old and maybe her dad's is 2,000 years old. And so the things that she knows, he still needs 3,000 more years of living to understand. And so if she could be a little bit more understanding, I think that he would turn the corner and say some of the things that she longs to hear him say. Because she really does. She's got this, you know, little pit in her chest from not feeling that her father loves her. And, um, and I think that she's going to have to like compromise a little bit, uh, about what she thinks he should be doing because he's just not capable of responding from a five century soul to her. He, he, he never will be in this lifetime. He's got 3000 more lifetimes to live, you know, and we're just using that as an example. I don't know the exact number. And, and so if she could somehow see him in that way, then she could be the old soul for him, be a teacher for him and let him, um, have opportunities to tell her in all the ways that he really wants to, how much he loves her. Oh, that's, that's really beautiful. And I think that would be a good way to communicate that to her. Cause I know she's um, got some anger and some hurt about the whole situation. She does. And, and she's really smart. So she knows how he should behave. You know, she, yeah. she's clear about that, but he doesn't have the experience that she has. Yeah. And Marie, will he, I'm sorry, there's the yard service going no. by. <laughs> um, well, he, you know, we're at our very last point of kind of um, resolving some last issues between us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he resolved his karma with me. And, <laughs> well, I do think... I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and does this have to do with money, by chance? It does, yeah. Okay. Have you done what you're supposed to do? I believe so. 
I'm not I'm not quite clear on your question, but um, I think he wasn't entirely honest in the past. Uh-huh. And um, there's something in our agreement that says um, I have the opportunity to look at something. Should you know? Should right? You know, should I want to? And and I thought you know, first I thought no, I just don't even want to. Right. I want to be done with everything. And then I looked at the economy and so forth and thought you know I could use a little help and it would be very short term. Sure. So, see, notice how that's the part you need to fulfill, you know, so you need to be able to go look at those documents. That's what you need to do to get this ball rolling. And I do think, especially if um, your daughter and him start talking more, I do think that he will be generous. He has the extra resources from what I can see. So, um, yeah, go look at the documentation. It's kind of funny. When I was getting a divorce, my lawyers recommended that I have all of my, have my ex-husband pay through the state. So, because we would always get in fights in public as he's writing me my check, right? And I was very stubborn about it. I waited like an entire year. And then I was just so happy when I finally agreed to have it done that way because then we um, stopped fighting in public, which is always nice for the kids, you know? So, yes, yeah. please go ahead and look at the documents that you need to, and then you'll know what to do next. And I do see him being generous about it. Okay, I, I do. I have looked at the documents, and um, ah. I've proceeded forward, and I feel like, for me, the situation is, before it was avoid conflict, don't want to be bad-mouthed, now it's like, you know, I need to stand up for myself. Whatever happens, um, I need to do what I feel is right. So you've already <laughs> done everything you're supposed to do, is what you're saying? I think so, yes. yes. Okay, great. So now it's just a matter of the outcome, and I thought, whatever the outcome... Um, you know, I've done what's right for me. Oh, good. No, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Maybe just check up on where those papers are, you know, because there's something on your end that isn't finished. I don't know what it is. And if it's your lawyer needs to do something, you might want to check in. Okay. Okay. Thank Thank you you so much. much. I will definitely talk to my daughter. I think it'll be very, very helpful. I know. Me too. And she's ready. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Okay, I think we're going to see you on Thursday night too. I've got to talk to her. Oh, great. That would be fun. I look forward to it. Come up and say hi to me. Okay, I will. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, this has been a very busy hour. It certainly didn't turn out exactly the way I thought it would. I thought we were going to talk about all those butts in the way, but then we shook our butts, right? We shook those butts. (laughs) And they went flying off, right? That's right. right. (laughs) They got out of the way. They sure did. So if you are interested in um, taking a class, Stepping into Consciousness this Thursday, as you already know, it's 7 to 9 at the Redmond Town City Marriott. One of my favorite things to teach is you know, introducing you to a group of like-minded people and doing mini readings for the audience and also talking about consciousness. And I've just had a wonderful time here on the air. It's been so much fun. And of course, on Thursday, I'll be interviewing Victoria Moran, the author of Creating a Charmed Life. But we're going to be talking about one of her other books, one of her nine other books, Fit from Within, 101 Simple Secrets to Change Your Body and Your Life. I'm looking so forward to it. So thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. It's been a beautiful day. I hope that it's a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And remember, coffee in moderation apparently prevents skin cancer. Thank you. Have There's a, good news. So great news. Yeah, in the world, that's you know? right. That's right. Thank you so much. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.